This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One of the big questions is, what is money? For practical purposes, it exists in a series of heterogeneous databases, very different databases. Do you believe in crypto? Digital currency may be an answer. But it is the highly speculative asset. Uh, I do own Bitcoin. There is no second past. Welcome to the Crypto Curious Podcast, designed to help you navigate the dynamic world of cryptocurrency. Hello, my name is Tracy, and I'm joined by my mates and colleagues from the Bamboo app, Blake and Craig. Hey, guys. Hey, Trace. How you doing? Hey, Craig. Are you pumped and excited for this topical episode? Yes, I am, Tracy. Very much so. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, in case you haven't noticed from our accents, we are all Australian. Although at the moment we've got Blake who's over the other side of the world in Austin, Texas, and I myself um, over in WA in Perth, and Craig is representing Sydney over on the East Coast. So today we wanted to celebrate a little bit of our national pride and talk about our home country and how it fares when it comes to being supportive of the crypto craze that's sweeping the globe over the last few years. So you've been asking us about how to get into this industry. We're getting asked a lot about crypto jobs and we can understand why. It's an exciting industry to be a part of and there are certainly a lot of opportunities out there. We're all based in Australia and so today we'll be presenting a bit of home country bias. But we think there's still some information that's useful if you're listening from elsewhere. And actually, please let us know if you're not listening from Australia because we'd love to hear from you. Now, as it turns out, Australia is actually one of the friendliest countries when it comes towards cryptocurrency and the opportunities that it represents. So it's not surprising that several of Australia's startups are at the forefront of the blockchain development. And you'll also know some of the names and a few Aussie-founded crypto coins that are in the media as well. We sure do punch above our weight globally. I think late last year, Ernst & Young completed a report that showed almost a quarter of a million Aussies could be employed in the crypto industry by 2030. And they also said by 2030, crypto and digital assets could generate $68 billion and employ over 200,000. So that's a 17x from our existing workforce. Currently, we have about 11,500 Aussie workers in the crypto space. That's huge, like $68 billion. That, that's, that's massive. So I guess let's talk about what kind of jobs are we thinking here, Blake, when we talk about that 200,000. Yeah, there's lots of jobs available. You know, the most pressing, of course, are software engineers, project managers, and those that are working on the cold face with the technology. And there's a, you know, a massive shortage of developers right now in Australia and what seems everywhere to be able to support the growth in these tech sectors. But as well as that, there's so many jobs around you know, marketing, finance, accounting, banking, 
you know, partnerships, um, just anything to do with, you know, fast-growing businesses. So, um, yeah, it's for these reasons that we see Australian politicians like uh, Josh Frydenberg and Senator Andrew Bragg becoming vocal and supportive for regulation in the space to support, you know, continued innovation. Yeah, and Australia's Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, uh, was the first one to plan for implementing an updated regulatory framework for crypto. He wants to push forward the modernisation of Australia's payment infrastructure. And in his words, what is clear is that if we embrace these developments, Australia has an enormous opportunity to capitalise on the convergence between finance and technology. So that's a pretty bold statement there. And what he means by developments here is the government's plans for crypto regulation, taxation and CBDCs. Now, if you haven't heard those letters before, they are central bank digital currencies. Definitely won't be the last time you hear them because they are a major talking point across most of the major countries in the world about whether or whether not to implement these CBDCs. So... Before we go any further, Blake, can you give us an explanation of what was outlined here and what is the government talking about when they when they talk about regulation, tax, and CBDCs? Yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking, but um, I have read through the report. So uh, a central bank digital currency is a new way of administering currency like we currently have banks and and financial institutions that manage the ledger of money going between all of us day to day but um, the proposal is for this to be done on blockchain networks managed by central governments and what's really interesting about this is that it's very very easy to audit blockchains it's very transparent and it's going to create potentially lots of efficiencies in the economy and over time we'll see uh, we suspect you know most central banks moving in the direction to use blockchain as their core settlement layer for their currencies obviously the technology has been innovating at a rapid rate and it's very challenging for regulators to be able to keep up with the pace of innovation and the main reason for this is because you know, the government's very cautious about over-regulating and then dampening potential innovation, while at the same time they have to also be moving through the process to update their legislation to be able to protect consumers and make sure that people are paying, you know, the right amount of tax that they should be for the type of activities that they're doing. And it is a complicated task and takes, you know, many years. And um, I know from, you know, the Senate report that was released not long ago, there was a big focus on consumer protection and making sure that the assets that sit on exchanges and, and platforms like bamboo are kept safe on behalf of consumers and as well as that you know there's proposals to update how crypto is related with respect to tax in in relation to you know new you know ways of organizing like DAOs. it's very challenging for regulation to regulate things like this because they've never existed before so just making sure that there's a framework so that they can operate compliantly within you know the current framework. It's good to see Australia actually be at the forefront of something like this because sometimes we do lag behind when it comes to um, more technical things like this. But what I think is most exciting is what this means for you know the businesses because these types of reforms will finally address the regulatory and the tax treatment of crypto and these assets and this gives gives a bit more confidence and in doing so it'll drive more consumer interest which means more new entrants into the market and what's inevitable then is innovation will be able to take place. 
A crypto-friendly Senator Andrew Bragg um, is really keen on putting Australia on the tech map globally. Uh, He actually released a report last year looking at how crypto should be regulated. It's referred to as the Bragg Report. It doesn't make for light reading, but it's clear that he does see a strong future for crypto in Australia. Yeah, this report is one of the most influential and important things to have happened in the crypto space in Australia. So we should spend a few minutes covering off, you know, the top-level stuff for what it actually means um, and what was actually recommended in the Bragg report. So it is heavy going, but let's pick a few of those things and go over what they actually mean. You know, it really talked about, you know, licensing for digital currency exchanges. Currently, it's no licensing requirements, just a registration with Austrac, which money manages, you know, reporting for money laundering. Of course, there was updates to the anti-money laundering and counter-terrorism financing regimes to make sure no one's doing anything naughty with their crypto, as well as that token mapping to understand what some of these newly designed tokens do and how that fits within the regulatory environment, and also um, more generally in relation to consumer protection. So it is a big report and it's a heavy read. And what we'll do is we'll link it in the show notes below. So if you feel like it one Sunday afternoon and you've got a couple of hours free, you can have a big long read. But what does it mean for all of us right now? Not much really. These are just recommendations and they're not yet law. So they need to be signed off on and it can take months or even years, although I think Bragg was confident to get them done within 12 months. The fact is that there's also a federal election in the next few months that could be a big blocker here because it all depends on which party comes in and where they sit on the whole crypto matter. So for those holding crypto right now, not a lot is going to change in the immediate future, basically. Well, why don't we come back in a year or six months or 12 months and see if Senator Bragg actually wasn't just a poly promising the world or if you actually made a difference. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll do that. Hold us to that. We'll come back in a year and see what's actually changed. Good idea. Yeah. Well, speaking of how many of us Aussies are holding crypto, um, the number is growing exponentially, as you can expect. There was um, a survey commissioned by CoinSpot that told us that 97% of Aussies know about crypto. So you'd be very hard-pressed to find anyone out there who doesn't have at least an understanding of what it is. So you can maybe expect it to be a bit of a hot topic for this election, actually. Yeah, I think everyone's out there listening to our podcast, Craig. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) let's hope so. But the survey found that one in five Aussies, around one in five Aussies, have bought, sold or traded crypto over the past four years. And the uptake of the Gen Zs, Millennials and Gen Xs have jumped by an average 10% from the year prior. Now, one in four everyday Aussies trust crypto, um, especially when it comes to navigating financial and economic concerns, as well as a bit of a hedge against inflation. The survey also found that Aussies, uh, 42% of us, believe crypto will be more widely accepted and that its associated risk will decrease. And the last one is um, 43% of us indicated that they expect to own crypto in the next five years, which is a 20% jump from 2020. I think 2020 was like the start of the inflation hedge narrative. I feel like that's really resonated with the Australian market, whereas before it was all about the tech 
and like the what ifs, whereas now like the use case is actually coming to prominence. There's some good numbers and, you know, this couldn't be a better time to think about dollar cost averaging into the market. And I think the younger generations will always be the ones who are the early adopters with tech and we've seen that. But now you've also got the influx of Generation X and the investors jumping on as well. Uh, We've got the mum and dad investors and they're getting better with their knowledge and their trust of this asset. So we're seeing those guys come through. But let's take a break now and when we get back, we'll talk about a few Aussie crypto companies uh, that are in the market and also we'll talk about how you can go about getting yourself a job in the industry. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Did you know that Australia has emerged as one of the fastest growing countries when it comes to new financial technologies like crypto? Some of the top crypto companies or coins originated from the land down under. And Craig's favourite Dogecoin, which we mentioned in, I think, last week's episode. You're going to give us the story about Doge? I think I've said this like five times on the podcast, but it started in, a, <laughs> it started in Sydney. A Sydney sider made it as a joke in 2013. He himself described it as a bit of a piss take, but now it is a mainstay in the top 10. But yeah, we, t- we covered Doge so much. So if you're interested more, just go back to the previous episodes. But what about some um, more innovative ones blake Mm, yeah one of the most famous aussie based projects is um synthetics so synthetics was previously known as haven and came warwick um, from sydney founded it and synthetics is basically a synthetics exchange basically like a derivatives exchange that's you know fully decentralized and now functions as a dow they initially raised i think it was 40 million dollars in an ico and you know they raised from prominent vc firms like coinbase ventures paradigm and you know now they're a multi-billion dollar market cap blake can you explain in one sentence what a derivatives synthetic exchange is (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah sure so you know you can trade derivatives on there which basically a derivative of another asset or pull their price from another investment asset so for example synthetics you'll be able to invest in a synthetic bitcoin which means you're not actually buying bitcoin you're just buying you're a token that tracks the price of bitcoin and they have all sorts of synthetic products on there um, including you know baskets of tokens and you know they're continuing to innovate in the sector and are now world famous nicely done nicely done with the curveball another <laughs> one another one that's quintessentially australian is power ledger so power ledger is a fast-growing aussie tech company that has developed the world first blockchain enabled energy trading platform so this helps make energy markets more efficient and Power Ledger's software is currently being used by multiple countries, uh, including Australia, uh, Thailand, India, Japan, and the US. 
And as we know, energy is a really hot topic uh, within the space. And off the back of this, Power Lens has actually seen um, some recent price movement and done quite well in the last 12 months. Yeah, and on the same theme, um, there's a company called RS Energy, which is now listed on the NASDAQ. And they are potentially the largest Bitcoin miner in the world with a focus on sustainable crypto mining. And they have, I think, over a billion dollar Australian dollar valuation now. And they have mining operations um, in Canada. And I believe they're planning many other sites uh, around the world. And I'm actually heading to a, a crypto mining conference tomorrow here in Austin, Texas, to hear a little bit more about you know what the miners are up to. And you know, next week, um, I think we're, we're very fortunate to have the CEO and co-founder of Iris Energy on the show, Daniel Roberts. Can't wait for that. Um, That's going to be and, awesome. Yeah. And he'll be um, joining us to talk about you know the state of Bitcoin mining and um, you know to help us understand a little bit more about the industry. Yep, super pumped that we've got that one coming up. That's going to be great. Spoiler alert. Look, I've actually got another two. I've got um, a DAO, which was built off synthetics that I just literally thought of as we're talking about synthetics. It's called D-Hedge. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I, u- I used to have a used to have a bag of D hedge back as in the day. As did I. As did I. It's pretty cool though. So what D hedge is? It's a decentralized asset manager platform. So for example, I know that Tracy is a great trader. Sometimes, um, <laughs> if Tracy puts herself down as a you know as a trader or an asset manager on the D hedge platform, I can invest in her and she trades for my portfolio. As a result of that, I get access to Tracy's skills and Tracy also makes, you know, a 10% management fee, a clip of the ticket. So automated. So it's, is it automated strategies then? Is that what they call well, not, it? Well, not automated because you're actively manage the, you're managing the por- the portfolio. Okay. But if you think about okay. traditional markets, like if you want access to a hedge fund manager, you know, you have to pay minimum of at least, you know, a hundred thousand. You would generally need to be a sophisticated investor. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Whereas this is really like democratizing that part of it. So that's pretty cool. Second one is I'm sure if you've been on LinkedIn, you must have seen Immutable hiring about 300 people. They are the fastest growing Aussie startup, actually officially um, been named the fastest growing Aussie startup. And they are, are a layer two scalability protocol for NFTs on Ethereum. So they pretty much help NFT projects or NFT games build their applications on top of Ethereum with the goal of making transactions quicker, cheaper, um, and they're really trying to make NFT gaming and trading as easy as trading traditional digital assets. So that's a really exciting one. I just saw they did a partnership with GameStop, which is a, a you know, yeah. in, the infamous um, NASDAQ listed company that was um, at the center of uh, Wall Street Bets, the Reddit group. Mm. That was epic. Did any, did any of you guys buy GameStop in that time? Not not me. I wonder if any of our listeners did. Please let us know if anyone did well from that. <laughs> um, what have we got next, Blake? Yeah, so I might touch on one more is... Banksa that's done really well, Australian-based company that's now shifted abroad and are listed on the Canadian Stock Exchange. And Banksa provides like payment infrastructure for crypto companies and global crypto brands all around the world. And I think they're present in over 160 countries or can facilitate payments in over 160 countries. Um, and they've done really well and um, they're you know, continuing to scale. They started in 2014 and yeah, that's uh, 
you know, another another great Aussie Aussie crypto startup. And you know what? There's a load of little Aussie ones that we haven't mentioned. We're just covering off a few of the <clears throat> the bigger well-known names there, but there are so many um, littler companies that we haven't touched on there. But I'm going to move on to a couple of exchanges because there are a few big Aussie exchanges here that have done well, and we've mentioned them in the past in other episodes. But Independent Reserve um, and CoinSpot have been around for a long time, followed up by the likes of BTC Markets. And then we need to mention SwiftX too. SwiftX have come about, you know, they're, they're the most recent startup here and have done, had tremendous growth um, since it was launched in 2017 and have, have done really well and, and worth a worth a congratulations mentioned there. Um, who else have we got, Craig, that we should mention before we move on? Well, we're missing the most important one, Australia's hottest crypto startup, Bamboo. Um, <laughs> so if you are looking for a start, you know, in any capacity really, hit us up at the podcast email but particularly if you are a developer um, <laughs> let us know so how do you get a job or become more involved within the crypto community so is the best way through a course uh if you're feeling the need to level up before you start printing off your resume printing off sorry ugh, emailing then there is now so many courses or qualifications that are on offer that are covering off blockchain and crypto. So crypto training courses are offered by many different providers. Some of Australia's top universities are offering courses now in crypto and blockchain-related topics, but you'll also find courses um, online from education providers, you know, investment websites, specialist crypto websites as well. So most crypto courses can be completed online, but some providers also offer courses that can be attended in person. So what we'll do is we'll leave a list in the show notes below of some of the major ones. But if you do a Google search of your area, you're bound to find a heap more as well. So if you were part of that great resignation last year, and if you're itching to see what opportunities are around, uh, here's some places where you can take a look. Craig, what have you got? Fintech Australia are very supportive of obviously fintech, but also crypto. They have a lot of companies that join the community, um, put up job courses, put up events. Um, I think it's also important with crypto. It's very much not a not a club, but I think going to these community events is really good and just meeting people and networking. Yeah, great um, idea. Such an early yeah. space. Um, another one is Blockchain Australia. Um, these guys host a blockchain week where people have events. Again, great networking opportunity. And also LinkedIn. Like when I was looking for a job in the space, I was just crypto marketing in Australia and just refresh it every day <laughs> until I found something. Sorry, I was just going to yeah, say, yeah. there's actually so many different job websites now. And we'll put a few of those in the in the show notes below. But like Cryptocurrency Jobs Australia, and I think even some of the major, you know, regular recruitment companies have uh, a section for crypto jobs as well. So you can check those out also. I might just finish off on, you know, potentially the most exciting way to participate in this sector is with a DAO. You know, we spoke about DAOs and, um, you know, it's potentially a new way of, you know, organizing people towards, you know, working towards a common goal. And these DAOs, you know, some of them are massive with, you know, worth billions of dollars, have, you know, multiple hundreds of millions of dollars in their treasuries, you know, looking to bring on talent to help them, you know, grow their organizations. And this could range from, you know, administration to project management to marketing, um, and of course, developers. And, you know, I think it's uh, really interesting. And, and those that do get involved in some of these projects early on can do really well, particularly if they're taking their fee in the, the native currency of that DAO. And just, and just with DAOs, I mean, even if you don't 
have any experience in doing anything, like you can still provide value to the DAO. Think of it like an internship. Like I was in the um looking at the Dopex DAO the other day and this guy just translated all of Dopex's documents to Spanish because he was bilingual and he could um translate and the obviously the DAO paid him in tokens, not a lot, but he's getting experience in working in crypto and I think for a future employer, I think Blake you can talk to this if someone's you know, gone out of their way to get experience in a DAO. I think that's a, you know, a big box tick. Yeah, for sure. Anyone that's done that um, has really worked on the edge of the industry. And a lot of these, just to finish up on DAOs, a lot of these DAOs have monthly meetings where it's open to the whole DAO and you can just literally go in and watch and just see how they work together, see if there's any problems that you can help out with. And that's the best thing about crypto, I think. Like anyone can get involved if they're hungry enough. Collaborative. Yeah, it's very collaborative. So today we've talked about the fact that there are some Australian politicians out there who are really getting behind the fact that Australia could be at the forefront of this amazing industry. We've also talked to you about the fact that there's some fantastic Australian projects out there that you could potentially go and work for. And now we've talked about how you could potentially upskill yourself to get a job at one of these awesome Aussie companies. And on that note, we'll leave it there for today. Quick shout out to one of our listeners, Callum, who turned 18 this week. Happy birthday, mate. We still want to know what you want to know about the crypto space. So send us an email at podcast at getbamboo.io or email and follow us on social media. For all those details are in the show notes below. Uh, remember to fill out the listener survey if you haven't already. I think it's up there for one more week. And don't forget to rate and review us in your podcast app. That's it for today. Uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys. See ya. Crypto Curious is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Crypto Curious are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act of 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Crypto Curious acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.